Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Garage Rock Show. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. This week, Friday, December 13th, episode 92. Uh, once again, thank you guys with over 6,000 listens. Our podcast uh, is is roaring, and this year has been a great year, so thank you guys. We're going to be coming up to our end-of-the-year episodes, so make sure you guys stay tuned for those in the next couple weeks. Uh, 6,000 listens. And yes, our special Rick guest this Lord. week. What's up, guys? Charles, what's going on, man? Happy uh, Submissive Bottom Day, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Happy. And Aaron, what's going on, dude? Hi. And we got lots of great things to talk <laughs> about. Lots of cool topics this week. Unfortunately, kicking it off with an RIP in the music world. Roxette's Marie Fredrickson passed away this oh, week. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Chris Cornell, unfortunately, his widow is suing Soundgarden members. The uh, the the remaining members of Soundgarden are being sued by his widow. Ozzy offers $25,000 for Randy Rhodes' stolen gear. ACDC re- reunion rumors continue. Billie Eilish is uh, PETA's voice of the year. Forbes releases top earning musicians of 2019. Spotify releasing their top streaming artists in their annual list. Talk about a couple of those. And, of course, movie, TV, entertainment news. Our new movie and music 10-second trivia is on the way. And our classic This Week in Music History trivia is coming up. So make sure you guys tune in for that. Also, yes, we have some giveaways this month of December. You can enter to win tickets to see Tool at the Save Mart Center in Ooh. Fresno on January 15th. All you got to do is text the word PODCAST to 68683. Enter this month's giveaway. It's that easy. You better do it. Uh, this week's new releases, we were talking about not very many coming out this end of the year. But Blake Shelton's got a new album out. Duster has a new album, Free Nationals, Harry Styles, and Stormzy. Not really too familiar with any of those. Um, Is that but... just a, a different edition of that Blake Shelton album? Uh, fully, loaded? fully Loaded God's Country. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, you're right because he did release that album earlier in the year, so this must be maybe with some outtakes. Or maybe uh, a bonus track. Or bonus tracks. I know he got nominated uh, for, uh, well, he won a, um, a CMA award for Country Song of the Year for God's Country. Mm-hmm. So uh, he probably, you know, felt like the need to re-release that after the fact, you know, maybe some bonus material. Check it hey. out. Is he fully okay. loaded in God's Country? I know. <laughs> I just saw Harry, I saw Harry Styles there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to ask this. I don't know anything about... Is he from One Direction? Teen Wolf? Is that what you're but saying? My nieces went to a One <laughs> Direction concert the other night. Okay. And my mom told me this just today, and I was kind of wondering. I thought I thought they had broken up. I thought they were no longer a group. Yeah, I thought that too. But I think that. I think they are. Like I don't know the why Jonas we're Brothers. About this on the rock show. <laughs> no, I think okay. they're. I think they're. Uh, like they probably tour oh, still okay. as a group, maybe. Mm-hmm. Every now right. and then, I don't, I don't know, know if they're minus a guy or something. Yeah, that I guy thought went. that was the guy that that broke away, right? I think he yeah, was... he went in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go in the one direction. No, he went in two directions. Uh, well, there you go. Got to the fork in the road and <laughs> went left. You know what, Harry Styles? So right. Teen Wolf. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's my it, Teen Wolf. 
nieces went to see that shit the other day. Did she like it? I think in Sacramento or Did she something. talk about the show at all? I didn't talk to her personally. No, I just, my, my mom had told me. Well, hopefully she had a good time. Um, this week in memoriam, Swedish rock set singer Marie Fredriksson passed away at the age of 61. Mm. She's from the Swedish pop duo rock set. You know, that song, um, it must have been love. Yep, yep. She's got it's the look. Over now. Yep. Uh, the look, pretty woman. Yeah. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, Roxette, um, you know. She's young. Yeah. She wants young. Roxette formed all the way back in 1986. Uh, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor way back in 2002, and apparently she's been battling that ever mm. since. So she's had a long battle with that. Uh, all right, some rock news this week. Some other unfortunate news as Chris Cornell's widow is suing the remaining members of Soundgarden over royalties and recordings. She's in our news a lot. Uh, yeah, Vicky Cornell is suing. Now she is claiming that the musicians are withholding hundreds of thousands of dollars in royalties owed to her and Chris's minor children. She claims that the royalties are being withheld as part of a, quote, unlawful attempt to strong-arm Chris's estate into turning over certain audio recordings created by Chris before he passed away. Vicky claims the seven unreleased songs were solely authorized by Chris, contain his own vocals, and were bequeathed to Chris's estate for the benefit of her and her kids. Mm. So she's claiming that these unreleased songs that the band is trying to release are so hers. Bequeath. <laughs> bequeath uh, with a TH, I guess. I don't know. Uh, she... that's, that's, that's difficult. If what, do, record... what do you think? Well, I mean, do you re... think she has a claim there or no? Well, I mean, I guess any anybody's widow has a claim, but if you recorded, if you recorded those at an album that you collectively recorded with your bandmates... And, and, you know, and they were all part of your process. You all are part of the same band for like 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Maybe is she giving them the benefit of the doubt to release those and then in turn give her, you know, her due? Or is she just saying before you even release them, I want them because I'm going to release them solely? Like, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, it's that's <clears throat> difficult. Yeah. I mean, the band members, I'm sure I'll wish she was still here as well, you know. Yeah, and like I mean, they were probably like, working with him on the songs. On stuff, like, yeah. They were every bit a part of that stuff as he was. Yeah. Everybody thinks the lead singer of the band's the only one that's worth anything. Huh? Yeah, so here's the deal. Yeah. A letter from the attorney for Soundgarden claims that Cornell had been working on the songs, quote, in a collaborative effort with it. the rest of the band. I knew it. And that various members are listed as co-songwriters mm-hmm. on five of the seven recordings. So... I knew it. It's, yeah. If he's if he's recording collectively with his with his band at a recording studio, they all record at like it's all part of the deal. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It almost seems like she's just no. That's you're not even a band. That's just my husband, and he's mm-hmm. he was all of it. So yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can figure it out. It's unfortunate for the band and their legacy, and hopefully those songs will see the light of day because I'm sure everybody would like to hear them. You know, mm. so they can figure it out. Um, so. It, this was crazy. This week kicked off with a story about how Ozzy was offering a $25,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of the person or people responsible for stealing music gear that once belonged to his late legendary guitarist Randy Rhodes. Oh, man. So this guitar stuff was stolen over this past weekend in at the Musonia School of Music in North Hollywood in California here. The Institute, founded more than 70 years ago by Randy's mother, Dolores Rhodes, where her son learned and taught guitar. 
So it's become like a museum of sorts because it has Randy Rhodes' like first guitar he ever played and all that cool shit, right? Man. So here's the thing: a local resident named Bobby Fredericks said she spotted a guitar and photos in a dumpster as she was walking her dog early Sunday morning. She initially didn't think anything of it until she later saw a report about the theft on TV. She went back to the dumpster; and it was still there. And they recovered some of the stuff. Oh, that wow. was like Randy Rhodes shit. They just threw it in a dumpster. Some total mm. stoner was like, what's that man, a guitar? <laughs> Let's Where'd take it, Where man. was it stolen from? Uh, the Musonia School of Music in North Hollywood. Huh. Yeah. So it's probably in some kind of case. Well, that's the thing. Or... I don't know. It doesn't say like that it was like in a case or any kind of, maybe it was more of like I'm just. I'm thinking like behind they just glass walked on in the wall there. or something. Or, I don't know. You know, like your high school footballs in, a, in the gym. Something's you would think, <laughs> but maybe it was easily accessible. I don't know. Something's not adding up. Still know? still like, missing in this are his first electric guitar he ever played, a Harmony Rocket from 1963, along with two horns that belong to his late mother. So I think it'd be crazy if we found those instruments riding on the rails of a crazy train. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. That would be. Or under the graveyard. Or under the graveyard. <laughs> or uh, maybe... Big time. Um... I don't know. Or if we found them on a Black Sabbath. That would be a sweet leaf uh, thing to do. I don't know. Just taken by a bunch of kids called war pigs. All right. So here's Ozzy. I got actually a quote um, talking about Ozzy. The first time that he met Randy Rhodes. I think this is that quote here. Let me uh, pull it up for you guys. Uh, I was very drunk in an apartment and this little skinny little guy came into my apartment and I thought I was hallucinating at first and then when I heard him play I was convinced I was hallucinating he played with such grace and ease that it was like effortless So he was hallucinating because he was <laughs> fucked up on drugs here's another Aussie uh, quote from him at the um, induction for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it seems such a long time ago that I played with Randy Rhodes and yet it seems so like yesterday, I knew him. But what, all I can say with, about my memory of Randy Rose is that I will never forget, as long as I live, that he was a, a small guy with such an enormous, giant talent. And he's so sadly missed in my family, and there's not a day goes by without us thinking of him. He'll never die in my heart. He's, he's there forever. God bless Randy Rose. So, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's cool nice. that it, Ozzy offered the money. I don't know if the it's not clear if the, he actually gave the reward to this person, yeah. um, but we'll see. He's probably like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about with the fucking money. Where's <laughs> $25 for what? Uh, <laughs> good old Ozzy. Um, so Foo Fighters released another archive EP. Another this, one. This one is actually featuring a track from Pink Floyd. Their version of Have a Cigar, and it was done oh. by uh, Brian May. Uh, Brian May from Queen, the guitarist from Queen, was actually on the track, and he uh, talked. Uh, do I not have the quip? You know, uh, Primus oh. did Have a Cigar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. A lot of bands have covered that yeah, before. Yeah, pretty dope. I think it was um, actually Les Claypool's Fearless uh, Flying Frog Brigade. Oh, yeah. They yeah, did you're right. uh, have a cigar, and they did almost the... Well, I think what it started was was Les Claypool and that group did the whole album from Wish You Were Here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It did Shine On Your Crazy Diamond and everything. Did it at a show at the Great American Music Hall, and they released it as a live album. 
and yeah, it's killer stuff. Yeah, and uh, just Pink Floyd, man, they're just one of those bands. That oh God, yeah. doesn't matter who's covering it. Well, I guess it does matter, but yeah, they they have those songs that you can just you know fucking have a blast with and do really cool shit with. Yeah, we don't we don't want it to be like Ariana Grande or something. No, that, that actually <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, we don't. Uh... Well, it's a rare condition this day and age to find a beer made with krill caught in a cage. Krill and nutrition and a little lemon rind. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, there must be some magic krill inside these bottle walls. Cause all I see is it's filtered with baleen. Real krill bursting out of everything. Krill Reserve. Yar, it's made from stuff found in the sea. Krill Reserve. All right, so, yeah, moving on. Brian Johnson, um, ACDC's Back in Black reached a huge milestone as it's the only album in history that has been certified 25 times platinum. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh, It's over U.S. shipments of 25 million copies. Back in Black first went platinum way back in October of 1980 and had been previously certified 22 times platinum way back in December 27th. So. Wow. It is the fourth biggest selling album of all time. I yeah. knew a guy who saw ACDC when they were just starting out, and uh, and he said that... With Brian Johnson or before? With I, he It was like in the bon 70s. Scott. Yeah, and he said it was, it was the worst concert he's ever been to <laughs> his entire life. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah, he said it was hor- horrible. Uh, well, there's a quote here from Brian Johnson talking about uh, his audition for the group when he auditioned after Bon Scott died. We just went down and sang a couple of songs with the lads. But I remember I never thought I'd ever going to get the job. You know, it was just, it was just a big thrill to go down. And I remember turning to the boys and said, hey, well, lads, I've got to get off. It was, it was like 9.30 at night and I had to drive about a 270 miles back home and start working the next morning, you know. So if I went and malfunded the next day and asked us to, if I'd fancy coming down having another shot. <laughs> nice. So nice. there you go. You like dags? Parrotably. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right on. Like Supposedly, dags? he's back with the group with Cliff Williams as well. And the rumors have continued to swirl as now um, D. Snyder, Twisted Sister frontman D. Snyder, revealed his news, or excuse me, the news on his Twitter feed. And he said, All four surviving members have reunited with tracks recorded by Malcolm when he was still alive. Malcolm's nephew, Stevie Young, is replacing him. It's as close as you can get to the original band. Dope. So there you go. Um, another classic rock news. Aerosmith setting a bunch of European tour dates. Mm. They're still doing their Las Vegas residency. So if you guys are uh, wanting to see them, you can check them out in January. Las Vegas through February, or actually through February and then May as well. And then they take off uh, going all over. They are milking this fucking final tour thing <laughs> they've been on this like final tour for seems like for two fucking years already and they're just like uh they're gonna be, keep milking it yeah final tour forever um, they're gonna pull a motley crew they're gonna retire and then i know year right from now they're gonna do their final tour again this was kind of a cool thing that stone sour had no idea they were being recorded for their live album they were getting ready um to record like maybe a week later but their sound engineer 
got the recording equipment early and he just like start, tested it out on one of the shows without letting the band know that he was recording and it turned out to be a killer show no way. and i thought that was a, a cool thing that doesn't happen too often with bands because they're always like okay guys we're recording an album like i've been at shows where they have told us from the stage Okay, they're recording an, uh, uh, a song tonight or something, you know, and yeah. we want you guys to go crazy, you know, and really, yeah. you know, give it, you know, go crazy. Give it your best. And it's it's comes across as so cheesy and, like, contrived, yeah. you know? And this was something that the even the band themselves didn't even know was being recorded for a, a live take. And it turns out that the songs were really good. So it's That's coming out cool. on December, uh, actually today. By the time you guys are hearing this, it's out today. It's called Hello, You Bastards, Live in nice, Reno from nice. Stone Sour. It's on also Friday on vinyl. The 13th. That's right. Today is Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Um, all right. So you two, fucking Bono. But uh, he's, <laughs> he's always doing something positive. He saluted John Lennon in South Korea. Yeah. It was the anniversary of John Lennon's death this week. Oh, yeah. On December 8th. Uh, and you two paid homage to him. Um by doing the track Pride in the Name of Love with Bono telling the crowd, let's turn this concrete sky arena into a cathedral. We think about a great peacemaker we lost December 8th, 39 years ago tonight, John Lennon. So that's kind of cool that he mentioned him, I guess. You yeah, know. that's pretty cool. Um, He's usually out, what, making omelets for starving kids in Malaysia and <laughs> with his sunglasses yes. and leather jacket. Handing out uh, leather, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mini leather jackets to all the starving children. Yeah. Here you go. You can look cool like me. Yeah, hand sunglasses. out popsicles <laughs> with his sunglasses. face on it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Billie Eilish named PETA's best voice for animals. So Peta. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, she, cool. you know, I guess she's been kind of outspoken about it. Also, like, Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things Mm -hmm. and Fuller House star Juan Pablo de Pace. Oh. They all won as well for showing the world how, quote, showing the world how easy it is to help animals by making kind choices in what we eat, what we wear, and how we entertain ourselves. Nice. And it's a good point. Meanwhile, she's wearing a leather Gucci jacket. (laughs) (laughs) It's pleather. It's, It's made from plants right it's all biodegradable is that what pleather means i don't know it's plastic leather <laughs> it's plastic leather that's what it is it's probably worse because it's made with plastic and yeah. horrible chemicals all right so leather it's leather <laughs> you know how leather uh spotify is releasing all this shit have you guys seen it on i don't know on your social media or whatever it's actually sloth leather <laughs> sloth leather <laughs> leather they don't care they're slow that's a good one, <laughs> sloth leather. Poor yeah. sloths. They're easy to catch. I hope I hope they don't do that. That's horrible. Yeah, that's bad. Um, all right, so Spotify, end of the year shit. Have you guys seen stuff about Spotify? It always pops no. up in my social media feed. All the bands that I follow on social media, they are always like, thanks, guys, for all the streams. They uh, Spotify sends the data to the bands how many times they've been streamed, you know, by, oh. by people listening to their music. Nice. And a lot of bands like to share that, kind of like, hey, thanks for the 100,000 streams this year or whatever, right? You know? Yeah. What, the one that topped the, the hard rock category this year surprised me, as you can see right there. Those Whoa! Are, those are the top hard rock Artists that were Papa streamed. Roach. Whoa. Papa Roach. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> Number one at, get this, 351 million streams. Wow, that's crazy. On Spotify. That's nuts. That's crazy. I mean, in yeah. comparison, like some a group like... Um, the Russians are involved. Kill Switch Engage gets 130 million. They uh, used to, they, Papa Roach used to play right over here at Bob Hart Square. 
Yeah. Yeah. They were at the Fatty Mocha. Yeah. There were stories about how the lead singer guy, uh, Jacoby, supposedly took acid one night at the Fatty Mocha by dosing his KFC because there was a KFC right there. Yeah. And somebody went and got like a bucket of chicken or something and he put a bunch of acid on the chicken and just ate it and then like did the show. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. From what I hear. So, yeah, yeah Papa Roach, I mean, they've come I a long way. Yeah. It's, from it's eating, eating KFC and Merced, uh, doing acid. You know what it. I think about Papa Roach? <laughs> like, ultimately, you know what I think about Papa Roach? I don't know. Eh. <laughs> 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 eh. <laughs> and I know you're listening, Papa Roach. Oh yeah, all, all of the members of Papa Roach. I just want to tell you, eh. <laughs> prove me wrong. Uh, all right, check it out. Also, world's top earning musicians of 2019. Metallica. Forbes.com has released it, and Metallica is the only rock act in the top ten. Diddy. Oh, wow. At number ten, yeah, earning 68.5 million. Is Diddy. Diddy a musician? Does he well, even do anything? He's a producer, middle? right? His producer, right? Yeah, I thought he. I thought he just. I thought he was. I thought he just yells in the part background. Of a video game series. <laughs> well, he's making seventy million in twenty nineteen, uh, doing that. Wow. Drake. Drake is right above him at only seventy five. Then we got Beyonce at six yeah, in a yeah, tie yeah. with Jay Z for eighty one million each. Yeah. Talk about a power couple. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> well, they're they they're married, so it's the same, right? <laughs> well, no, no. They each make that. No, they each make that. That oh, is. Yeah. That is their tie at 80, 81 million each. Dang. The Z's. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, Elton John at number five with 84 million. Eagles uh, had a big reunion tour this year Yeah. Uh, after the passing of um, Glenn Frey. 100 million. Ed Sheeran at number three yeah. with 110. Kanye West Don't at number two. Church music. 150 million. And Taylor Swift at number one with oh, 185 yeah. million this year. That's not a big surprise. What about that Spanish guy? Uh, Amigo Montoyo? No, he does Elton Jong songs. Goes by Elton Juan. Elton Juan. Elton Juan. Yeah. Like never a heard candle of him? in a queen. No, I've never Kanye heard West? that before. Taylor Swift is number one, huh? Yeah, you know it's 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 funny that Kanye West is actually number two, and that he still manages to make so much money because you know his music has gone to total garbage and it, it was brilliant his first mm-hmm. like four albums were just awesome and after that they just that sampling just, oh man yeah. with you downhill All right. but now he's making that church money so i think it costs like about 250 bucks for a ticket to go see his church performances that's a lot of money and if they're if they're you know dwindling that out as like an actual concert performance Indeed. and he's bringing in a lot of money that's like front row tickets at like front row tickets are the, at the Tool Show, for instance, are are going for like what 150, 200 bucks a piece. And sure. If, uh, so for a ticket well, on the to secondary to, market, probably higher than that. But yeah. face value to buy them, yeah, it would be 150, 200 bucks. A to and church. then a, so a ticket to go see Kanye West at a church service. A yeah, it's like it's an evangelist. Bucks. He's like Billy Graham now. Yeah, you know? he's he's like he's an evangelist. You know. Yeah. Uh, selling selling that to people that are. You know, susceptible to fall for that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yep. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears... Know that Balljack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. 
Balljack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his balljack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing <laughs> thirst with his balljack. Woo! Balljack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. But anyway, let's move on to some trivia, guys. All right. On this week in music history trivia, December 10th, 1969. Let's go all the way back to 1969. A jury in Toronto finds this musician not guilty of heroin and marijuana possession. Was it A, Keith Richards, B, Neil Young, or C, Jimi Hendrix? Heroin and marijuana. Well, there's no cocaine involved, so it's not a... It's not a Coke Field David Crosby right David off the Crosby. bat. Well, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's circle back here. <laughs> okay. Okay, Charles so has let a me different... tell you a little story. Okay. So back in December 10th, 1969, <laughs> a Coke Field David Crosby, mustache just full of nothing but white and lightning, walked in to the courtroom, looked straight at the jury and said, I will score you both heroin and marijuana. And they dropped him of the charges of wow. heroin and marijuana. The judge just banged the gavel and said, good show, good, sir. Good show. And he said, that's right. And he <laughs> and said, wow. And then he walked out just wow. with a half full of diaper and a bottle of vodka in one hand and a, and a kazoo in the other. Who Drew knew? Off happy. into the sunset. Drew went Party happy. In a bag. Exactly. Some got busy. They had kids. Now I'm one of them. Hooray. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Good shit. Uh, I'll go with Neil Young. Neil Young? Okay. Mm, not guilty though, huh? Not guilty. Did not get charged. Didn't get charged, but you know he had it. Oh, you know he had it. Probably Keith Richards. He's been doing heroin since 1912. <laughs> He's been doing heroin since the fucking old west days. Oh yeah, smoking in an opium den. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he's been doing heroin since he showed Confucius how to <laughs> lo- log his thoughts on a scroll. Sucks to say, but. Uh, Jimi Hendrix being a black man probably would have got charged. All right, so you're going with Hendrix, and no. we got no. This is not guilty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. He's like trying to say this um, is, this is. You know, so this what is are you going with in, the, in America today? <laughs> and then I don't know. I'll go with uh, Keith Richards since Charles. Well, you are both oh. wrong. Whoa. It was Jimi Hendrix. There's his okay. booking photo. From Toronto booking, and then there's this photo in court. Oh, um, okay. On May 3rd, 1969, customs agents at Toronto International Airport detained Hendrix after finding a small amount of what they suspected to be heroin and hashish in his luggage. Four hours later, Mobile Lab confirmed, uh, and then it, he was released on $10,000 bail. He was required to return on May 5th for an arraignment. He actually performed that night at the Maple Leaf Gardens. And he displayed a jovial attitude, joking with the audience, even though he was just told earlier that he faced as many as 20 years in prison. Wow. There was no question as to whether the drugs... While there was no question as to whether the drugs were in Hendrix's luggage, in order for the Crown to prove possession, they had to show that he knew that they were in there. In his cross-examination of Canadian customs officials, defense attorney uh, John O'Driscoll raised doubts about whether the narcotics belonged to Hendrix or who had no drug paraphernalia in his luggage or needle tracks on his arms. 
after a trial that lasted for three days. Between the toes. (laughs) (laughs) Like a model, right? (laughs) Yeah. The jury deliberated for eight hours before returning a not guilty verdict, acquitting Hendrix of both charges. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. Hendrix's bandmates... Mitch Mitchell and Noel Redding later stated they had been warned about a planned drug bust the day before flying to Toronto, and they believed the drugs had been planted in his bag. Oh, okay. Although Hendrix was one of the biggest stars in North America at the time and the world's highest paid performer, only a couple of Toronto newspapers carried the story. His public relations manager, according to this story, Michael Goldstein later revealed that he bribed a member of the Associated Press with a case of liquor in an effort to prevent the story from going out on the newswire. Oh, okay. That's true, man. Those... I love the last sentence in this that says that um, at the end, the police ended up giving both the heroin and the marijuana right back to Jimi Hendrix. So. <laughs> Here you go, sir. No yeah. harm, no foul. And he said, thank you. And that was it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you figure go. they probably would have all that sh- whatever they need waiting at every city they're hitting, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, it was it was in Canada, right? Toronto, yeah. Yeah. So they were all bunch of fucking polite hosers. <laughs> like they were all really chill with it, and they were like, he probably it, some drugs, it was but probably it's good. So, so it's nice not yours, you say, eh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must have okay. must have gotten there somehow. Uh, yeah. Here, you take hey, this substance, eh? Hey, mix-ups happen. <laughs> I know it looks like salt and oregano, but... Sorry, you know, Canadian listeners. <laughs> I love, love Canada. You, Canada. Yeah, I've been to Toronto. I love Toronto. It's we love great. you. And you you guys can make great. fun of my accent, my California accent, all you want. Yeah. All right. Double trivia, guys. <gasps> December 9th, 2002. Ooh. This band's scheduled appearance on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno is canceled. And the group is banned from ever appearing on the program ah, after a member of the band trashes the studio during rehearsals. Oh, is this it, deja vu? Did we get something with Fred Durst? Last we did week? have something with Limp Biscuit a little while Fred ago. Fred Durst. It's is it A the Vines, B the Strokes, or C Limp Biscuit? I just saw Fred Durst down at Popeye's Chicken. He gave oh me yeah, a chicken sandwich. Wow. I feel like it has to be it's Fred Durst, but it might, be. it might be a setup because we're just expecting it to be him. Yeah, I don't I'm gonna know. Go with him anyway. I'm going with him. Okay, I'm going with, uh, yeah, let's Limp, go Biscuit. With Limp Biscuit. What do you, um, what do you Fred say? Durst had another fit in the back. I am going to go with the Strokes. The Strokes, because it's probably during a nice time of uh, alcohol. It's actually the Vines. Oh, it's the Vines. Yeah, their scheduled appearance on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno's canceled. The group is banned from ever appearing on the show after vocalist Craig Nichols trashes the studio during rehearsals. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. What a weirdo. Yeah. All right, guys, it's time for our new feature. It's 10-second <gasps> trivia. I don't yeah, think you've yeah. done this yet, Charles, have you? Uh, I think I did it once. Okay, okay. Yeah, probably the first time we did it. Yeah. We do it. double the amount now, so we do two musicians Ooh. and two actors or actresses. Here we go. Do we have music for this? We do. Nice. All right, so we'll play a clip of music and movie clips that is 10 seconds or less, and you have to identify from those clips whose birthday it is, and we're celebrating it this week. Come on, audience. You'll have three hints for each clip if you need them. Yes. First up, this musician was born this week of December 15th. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second clip? Let me see who am I working with here. Okay. Oh, Buster Rhymes. You're incorrect. Okay. Uh... Jack White. So, it could be Jack White. It could be Meg White. Oh, shit. When, when I do these quotes, 
It could be any member of the band that is celebrating How a birthday this week. dare you, sir? So, your first hit. The song was released 2001. You already know it's the White Stripes, so let's move on. The age they are turning is 45. Oh, okay. That is your second hint. All right. Your third hint, before you make your final guess, they play the drums. Oh, yeah. There you go. So. Yeah. Obviously... No, so now I'm going to change it. I'm actually going to go to the armless drummer of Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> it is Meg White, of course. Oh, There's okay. only two members in the band. This one was kind of easy. She is turning 45 this week. Drummer from the White Stripes. Happy birthday, Meg. Happy birthday, Meg. Turning Shut 45 up, Meg. on December 10th, right? <laughs> Shut, Shut up, up, Meg. Um, all right. So first up, or well, second up, this musician was also born this week of December 15th. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second uh, song clip here? Cool. Bet Midler. It is not Bet Midler. Midler. The artist formerly known. Um, the song was released in 1980. The age they are turning is 62, and they play the drums. They play the drums. Who's Prince's drummer? Oh, oh man. What's her, her name? Oh, Aaron knows it's a her. Uh, I, I don't know her name. Channing Tatum. I'll give you a hint. She was at the fucking Merced Fair this year. Yeah. Oh, really? Fuck. What's her name? Man? She oh. was. I don't know. You got me. I can't think of her name. but There's a picture of her. Oh, nice. Sheila E. Yeah, Sheila, Sheila E. Sheila E. Drummer and percussionist, former protege of Prince, uh, 62 just... this week. All right. It. Happy birthday, Sheila E. Uh, also this week, actor-actress was born uh, this week, December 15th. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second movie quote, all right? Barbara Streisand. Uh, you are incorrect, Charles, <laughs> for a third time. Uh, who are we doing first? Okay, this is 2004. Okay, here we go. You and Marlene have been gaming me since I got here. Ray, baby, listen. I've got to listen to you. Look, Ray, I've been, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Then why'd you talk? Look, Ray, Ray, let's not do nothing stupid. I might be blind, but I ain't stupid. That is your 10-second clip. You guys got an idea? Ah, uh, I know who it is. It's on the tip more. of my tongue. Need more? You want to hear it one more time? You and Marlene have been gaming me since your I got first here. Your first hint, 2004. Look, Ray, I've been, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Then why'd you talk? Look, Ray, Ray, let's not do nothing stupid. I might be blind, but I ain't stupid. The age they are turning is 52, and the co-star in the film is Carrie Washington and Terrence Howard. Still something, you guys? No, I know what it is. Come it's on. From the movie, it's from the movie The Pimp Movie. And, uh, Hustle and, and Flow? It's, it's from Hustle and Flow, yeah, but... Ah! Um... All right, um, I'm going to play the clip one more time. You and Marlene have been gaming me since I got here. Ray, baby, listen. I've got to listen to you. Look, Ray, I've been, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Then why'd you talk? Look, Ray, Ray, let's not do nothing stupid. I might be blind, but I ain't stupid. Man. I can't think of it. Well, they said the name of the movie in the quote, and he said he's blind, but he ain't stupid. Oh, Ray, Ch- we thought it was, I thought it was Hustle and Flow. You guys are both wrong. Yeah. Jamie Foxx. That was Fox. from Ray. Where he played Jamie Ray Fox. Charles, the okay. legendary piano player, of course. Jamie Foxx turned 52 this week, December nice. 15th. Nice. There's All a right. follow-up movie on that, but it's Ray from the show Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> that is not true, and Charles. It's just his face. <laughs> All right. Let's Black move on to another one. Uh, last one here for trivia, guys. Uh, this actor-actress was born this week, December 15th. 
Can you identify who it is with this 10-second quote here? Matt Midler. You are incorrect. Why are you sitting on the ground? This is where I live, little man. Hey, we got to get going, pal. Why? Uh, well, in retrospect, I made some really bad choices after high school. Yeah, this was definitely during Steve the so-called disco era, but for me, it was more the... Uh, this is from the Adam, Adam Sandler era. movie. This is from Big Daddy. Feeling like it Big was, Daddy uh, in 1999. This movie was released. They are turning 57. A co-star in the film was was Adam Sandler. Yeah. One more time. Why are you sitting on the ground? This is where I live, little man. Hey, I'd we say Steve Buscemi. Why? Well, in retrospect, I made some really bad choices after high school. This was during the so-called disco era, but for me, it was more the uh, doing mushrooms era. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I just can't get the. Yeah, <laughs> look at that! I got you one. You are absolutely correct. I got uh, movie one. again. I got one. What movie again? Wait, what movie is this? Big Daddy. No, that that's actually this is this is uh, <laughs> the picture I'm using is from a, th- a clip in Thirty Rock. Oh, yeah, it yeah, showed yeah. Thirty Rock where they did a skit where he's like, "Hey, fellow kids," and he has a shirt that says "Music Band." And what movie? He was yeah. trying to blend in as an <laughs> undercover. Like, uh, what movie were we just listening to? Big Daddy. Big with Daddy. Adam Sadler. 1999. Yeah. Okay. He has the kid that he adopted or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I got that whole time. I was thinking, remember Steve Buscemi and Con Air talking to that little kid? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. I, At the I, end? That's I creepy. I remember the conversation. That's a creepy but, one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, Steve Buscemi there, turning 57 this week. Uh, all right. So, movie, TV, entertainment news this week. Curb Your Enthusiasm getting their season 10 premiere date. Uh, it's happening January 19th, nice. so that's pretty awesome. First time in a couple years for that. Nice. Uh, we were just talking about this yeah. uh, Home Alone reboot confirmed by Disney. Macaulay Culkin will not be in it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. This new guy, Archie Yates, uh, apparently from that film Jojo Rabbit, is going to be taken over from Macaulay Culkin. Other stars signed on include Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. Yeah. While the character of Kevin McAllister will be retired, but there will be a brand new youngster who finds himself in a similar predicament. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't a big I fan of Home Alone that. as it. It didn't appeal no? to me. No, it didn't really appeal to me when I was a kid. I gotta say, Home whatever. Alone was a big deal for me as a kid. I really liked the idea yeah, of like using good. your toys to sabotage oh, yeah. the fucking house. Yeah, like, that that but part about up. the house was like that. That was the thing for me. Pink like buckets down the stairs. I wanted yeah. to do stuff the like that bandits. to my parents. Like Sticky I wanted bandits. to set like little fucking yeah. traps and do stuff like after watching that movie, like. I don't know. It was one of those films, you know. You there wasn't rich a kids. There wasn't a. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted some top ramen. They never did a remake with another kid. They yeah. did. They did. Yeah, they right? did Home Alone was, three, and yeah, it was wasn't like horrible? horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't. That's I don't know. It was with the young this. Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charles. <laughs> have you Have you guys seen the new trailer for the new Ghostbusters reboot? I saw the first half with Paul Wait. Rudd and the guy from Stranger Things. What? Yes. Wolfhorn, fan Wolfhorn or whatever his name. So Finn. Like, Finn. Finn Wolf. Wolfhard or something, something like that. Well, there's yeah, been yeah. the recent. He's got like a rock star um, name. No, no, no. It's not those. The female ones. No, it's none none of that. Thank God. They're going to do a, another Ghostbusters this after this with all the original good. members too. That's this one, dude. Oh, it's this one? Yes. There, oh. You haven't seen any clips from the original guys. They did the trailer on purpose this way. Oh, okay. But this is the one with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and... Uh, the other guy. Hold on. And the lady who played the secretary. Check it out. So this takes place after the fact. Yeah. And Eon Spangler is dead. His actual character in real life is dead. Yeah. And his grand or his son, grandson, 
Gotta be grandson. Is like trying to figure out who his dad was and all this shit that's going on. And apparently they get like new activity. So check this out real quick. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. If Slimer's in it. Cracking. All right. If if that marshmallow man's in it, I'm, I'm in on it. Oh, yeah. Yep, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yeah. He's probably not in it, though. Yeah, so what you listeners have to do is go back and rewind it to where we were saying that we were going to start this trailer. <laughs> and then Paul watch Red? the trailer with us, like, following along with the music in the background. Yeah, that's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's in there. Yeah. He simultaneously plays an Ant-Man and a Ghostbuster at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, Grandfather. Huh. Oh, this is this looks pretty cool. Oh, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, it is Finn Wolfhard. And look, it says the, the Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Paul Rudd, Finn Wolfhard. All right. Dope. This is going to be pretty cool. I wonder if Slimer is going to be in here. He will. Eat, eat hot dogs and shit. What about the library? Ecto-1. The original Ecto-1. What about the librarian? She's probably going to be in there. Ecto cooler. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Jason Reitman is the director, and that's Ivan Reitman's son. And Ivan Reitman did the original Ghostbusters, so. Yeah. Busting makes me feel good. Somebody in Mercedes to have that, that full car that ecto-1 built out looked just like that shit driving around town. oh yeah oh yeah you ever remember seeing that here in here yeah oh wow yeah no oh wow they live pretty close to me so i remember seeing it all the time wow that's dope was it the same type of car yeah that same wagon they had the ghostbusters emblem all right well movie tv entertainment news as well 30th anniversary tour for Paul Rubens, yes, and uh, his film, of course, uh, Pee Wee's Great Adventure. I love that movie. I know there, you are, but what I, I love that movie. You know, that's Tim Burton film, right? Yeah, yeah. It's his first film. That is a super dope. It was movie. his directorial debut. That mm-hmm. film, when he, he knocked I, it out of the park. I honestly, I love that movie and Paul Rubin in the old Cheech and Chong films. <laughs> so, as a fan of this, would you go see this? Yeah, at the Masonic in San Francisco. It's coming up on uh, February twenty eighth. For us here in California, and there's a couple other dates. You guys can check it out. Pee Wee's Big Adventure 30th, 35th anniversary tour. So. Well, you know, you can get on. They did an HBO Live uh, special, and it looks very cool. Like they, put, they Oh, yeah, yeah. Very I heard cool. about that. Mm-hmm. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail... It's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell um, yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your America. dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his Ball Jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack. 
the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. Um, also out uh, this week was the Golden Globe nominations. Wait, 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 wait. Whose forehead is that? That could... <laughs> that's either that's either a Hulk Hogan's forehead or Donald. That is a lot Donald darker. Trump's chin. That's, I will give you a hint that that is a lot darker than. Uh, <laughs> it looks like, uh... Sorry, I just. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked orange. Steve Harvey. It looked. It, it looked we'll orange get to in that. that picture. Charles, you calm down Jump over there. Head here. Stop jumping ahead, Charles. Um, Golden Globes nominations. Uh, if you would have seen just the mustache, you would have got it. Oh man. Instead of the fork. 34 right, so nominations. Marriage four. Story was at the top with six noms. Irishman with five. The Two Popes with four. Mm. Uh, other film nominees, Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, the Joker film, of course, picked Ooh, up several it. nominations. Love that movie. Um, so, yeah, check it out. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you can. by Ricky Gervais. Yeah. like that guy. He's funny. Oh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah. Yeah. Steve Harvey announces the wrong Miss Universe oh, costume winner once again. Oh, he did that before? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this comes four years Come after on, he accidentally Steve. crowned the wrong winner of Miss Universe back yeah, in 2015. Me Come on, Steve. So the woman looked confused when he said that the winner was from the Philippines, and the audience cheered, but she was actually from Malaysia. And then uh, Steve Harvey goes, quote, Okay, well, let me explain something to you. I just read that in the teleprompter. Y'all got to quit doing this to me. I can read. They said now. They're trying to fix it now. See, this is what they did to me back in 2015. Yeah, what is he, Foghorn Leghorn? Play me now. short I like that. Now. I can read now. I said Play me short like that. This is Malaysia. I really love this national costume of Malaysia. This is crazy. That's what his quote was. <laughs> oh, poor Steve. Oh, just backtracking. It was the teleprompter. To him, and he also made some joke about the cartel as well, like Miss Columbia. Uh, he announced as the winner when it was, in fact, uh, Pia Wurzbach of the Philippines. That was back in 2015. So last night when he announced that Miss Columbia uh, Gabriela Tafur was one of the contestants that made the top 20, he spelled the name of Columbia out loud and added, nailed it. He later said, the cartel hasn't forgiven me. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Come on, meow. Uh all right, be better than that, Steve. Mm-hmm. Sports Minute this week. Guns N' Roses is going to be performing at the pre-Super Bowl Festival, which is going on February 1st. Also yeah. going to be there, Maroon 5, DJ Khaled, and Da Baby. Nah. Da Baby. Did you, yeah. anybody see that shit last year? The pre-show? Yeah. No, I didn't. No. Fucking 100% garbage. Garbage. Was <laughs> Who was it? Just... Papa Roach? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Put remember. my life in two pieces. You think if it was any good, I would have maybe remembered. And Guns N' Roses is pretty high was profile. I just it was straight trash. Yeah. yeah. Guns N' Roses is pretty prof- high profile, so I don't know if they're going to... I don't know if they're going to do it different, but they do these stupid pre-shows sometimes, too, where it like makes you think it's going to be some type of live performance, and then it's just like some pre-recorded bullshit with yeah. like Budweiser yeah. in the background. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the Bud Light you know? Super Bowl Music Fest. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, don't expect it to be any good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, expect look at a cheesy ass music video. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm sure that's exactly what it's gonna be. Yep. But 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 what did I say? Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser. 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 Look at Russia getting a four year ban. Rusher. It's pronounced Rusher, Chris. <laughs> for doping. For uh, Dope. like they're not gonna participate Rusher? in the 2020 Olympics. Dope. Those fucking rushers. Yeah. So come on, come on, Russia! It's accused of tampering with a Moscow well, lab database. They can never just play by the damn rules, can they? Yeah. Soviet Russia, fucking come Russian on. spies. 
Um, all right, Patriots and videotaping controversy. Last thing for sports this week. Oh. Have you guys heard about that? No. You heard about that, Aaron? What? So the New oh, England the, Patriots. The f- yeah, I heard. I heard this. What, so what like, do you think? From what I read, they were uh, the Patriots had a film crew that was external. I think I don't think they were within the organ. Or I mean, they were maybe you usually filmed them, but. They yeah, they say filming. it was for advanced scout at work yeah, on the road. And they happened to film the sidelines of opposing teams or whatever, right? Uh-huh. But I don't know. They claim that that the coaching staff and players have nothing to do with that filming staff. And they were caught like, supposedly videotaping the New York Jets' defensive play calls on the sideline. Patriots are always doing some dumb shit, though, huh? They were the inflate gate, too, yeah, with supposedly all that stuff. Inflate gate, and then there was spy gate. There was the same thing that happened back, like, even before that. Like, yep. Ten years ago or something. Watergate. Uh, That's why they come out with the gate. deflate gate, because it was originally <laughs> the spy gate. Yeah. Is it something else like this similar happened before? All right, news from around the world. So we finish it up this week. Uh, person of the year uh, right. was named Greta Thunberg from Congratulations. Time, Time Magazine. I Con- think it's kind of cool. Congratulations, and I know, Greta, that you're listening to this podcast right now because your parents allow it. <laughs> she apparently, uh, what caught attention nationally was that she um, would skip school every Friday this year. Um, well, I guess since she was 15, she would skip school every Friday to demonstrate outside Swedish Parliament. She would show up there and push for her government to meet its ambitious goals to curb carbon emissions. Her actions qu- quickly captured people's imagination and attention. In September this year, as millions of people took to the streets and cities across the world to support her cause. Um, so, yeah, I, mean, I think it's good when Time names these people as the person of the year because it inspires young kids yeah. to do stuff no matter what it is. You know, if she was like some kind of other person that created like some kind of really cool electronic device or like, you know, one for uh, science or something. I just think it's cool when young kids get recognized that way, you know. And may I, may I the say? Most, uh, they got the biggest dreams and they're the most honest, right, youngsters? Like you start getting older. Yep. And your visions change. They're unfiltered. You, you start realizing you have to get a job and concentrate on other things and family and stuff. When you're young, you kind of just... Well, not Joey, the 10-year-old crack peddler down the street over here. Like, you know, yeah. when he gives me my crack, like, he doesn't have any hopes or dreams. Something similar. Uh, I was talking with my sister about how my niece, like, used to draw these, you know, when she didn't know how to draw. Yeah. She would just draw these cool ass birds or something you know yeah and then once she got into like school and took art class and stuff like that she started just drawing everything real basic you know yeah and like it's like all the imagination yeah supposed to look like you know exactly and start versus that creativity and i don't know well I, i could say there is a pretty famous orange man right now and his son that are bashing this young lady on twitter like nonstop, oh, and did you hear all him? I gotta say is, grow the fuck up. Did and you let hear her him talking her about the reason the he's orange is because of these new light bulbs? Oh yeah, I heard that. You heard that? Oh, that's horrible. I don't want to get. But they're all over this. I mean, the dude's son is junior is like all over, like seriously, like having a shit fit because she got. Because who cares? It like focus on all that other stuff that's going on with your family right now. Shut <laughs> up about this. Let this lady have her time in the sun. Let her have her person of the year. Like, stop whining 
All I gotta say to yeah. people like that is, imagine if it was your daughter, you know? Exactly. Would, would you yeah. want her to pursue something like that that she was passionate about, and would you make her feel stupid or call her names or whatever yeah. these Republicans are doing about it? You're talking about people that are like leaders of the free world, like having a shit fit because a 15-year-old girl is is trying to make an impact. Like, come yep. on. Get over Just it. Get over it. Let's move on. Stop being a baby. 13 believed killed in New Zealand volcano explosion. Oh, yeah, Did you guys horrible. hear about this? Nope. Horrible! It's um, it's a bunch of tourists and nine Americans were over there as well. Yeah. The majority of them were Australian. Uh, the 30 of the survivors were hospitalized, some with severe burns. Apparently, uh, it was this huge explosion of the volcano, and they were saying that they were anticipating this for, like, weeks, that this volcano was going to explode. And so now they're investigating as to why you let tourists out there. I know. Like, why were you bringing people out to this island, Yeah. You know? Kids died, too. I mean, it wasn't just, like, adults. It was a couple of 13-year-olds right. and 16-year-olds. And they're still, as I was reading the news today, they're still confirming, like, deaths and trying to find bodies and stuff. So it's an ongoing criminal investigation. So really shitty. I hope, you know, if you guys know people in New Zealand that you're checking in on them or if we have listeners there, uh, you know, I hope everything's going all right for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Greenland, ice sheet melting seven times faster than in the 1990s. Remember how in the 90s it was all about Greenland's melting and the ice sheets and everything, right? What was the green, Greenland again? What was it? It was an ice sheet. What? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I missed it. What? <laughs> oh, just an ice sheet? An ice sheet? It. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I missed the joke. <laughs> what is it? It's not Explain a joke. Explain your joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. I just think it's funny the way that it sounds. You think it's funny? Yeah. Oh, ice no, sheet. ice sheet. Oh, yeah. okay. Ice sheet. Yeah, it's just a funny thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious. Climate change is <laughs> <It's> hilarious. <laughs> yep. And the ice sheets are melting, so we'll just move on from that. We're all going to die, folks. Yep. Drug could become the first new medicine for Alzheimer's in nearly two decades, which is really cool. Cool. For people that are suffering from dementia and Parkinson's. The Food and Drug Administration regulars, uh, a regulator. Oh, title it just. This is drug. Drug could be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just taking it too literal. I guess. Oh yeah. Drugs could be become the new new medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they the say drugs. They say LSD. <laughs> they say LSD fights. It's can fight depression. They just did a study on that oh, yeah. right now, and out of 40 people, 20 20 of those people, um, they they almost eliminated their depression. The drug's called Phalansterian, and it's sold as Nuplazid and is given as a daily pill. So yeah. uh, if you guys have people with dementia and Parkinson's in your family, look it up. Uh, it's exciting stuff for that. Yeah. Uh, and apparently we started drinking less alcohol in the U.S. Oh. In this year because they're following this kind of stuff. And the U.S. Vox reports that the wellness movement that kind of took off in the 2010s is a big driver behind drinking less alcohol. Uh, like I guess this year's hard seltzer uh, was a big heel, big deal. You know the white claw shit. Oh yeah, yeah. That contains less alcohol than beer, and that was kind of the biggest selling thing this year. Yeah, Ford Loco. Yeah, is that still around? It said back in 2010, it was still cool for college kids to chug Ford Loco. Remember that shit? Yeah, I don't know if it's still around. I thought they had like some kind of legal thing with it. Seizure juice. Off. Well, I wonder if uh, I wonder if people are drinking less alcohol too, because marijuana is legal in more places. And you know, how many people that do you know, it? Chris, that that would say, you know, if marijuana was legal, I wouldn't even drink. Uh, you guys ever met anybody like you never met? I've heard that a lot. I don't know, maybe I, I heard I, that. I a guess, lot. yeah. I imagine there's people that would say that. Yeah, yeah. I do know people that have said like, well, now that marijuana is legal, I think I'll take it up. Oh yeah. It's like, really? That's what it took for you? Yeah, I know for it to. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I know people who still, for whatever reason, still think it's illegal, and it's killing me inside, because I'm like, hey, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Conspiracy Corner this week, real quick, this was kind of a crazy story. Chilean pain, uh, a Chilean plane en route to Antarctica plane disappeared. Plane. Say that ten times fast. With 38 people on board, disappeared. Wow. Military plane. That's creepy. Where? And it was a big-ass plane, too. And there's the picture of where they say that they lost contact of it. That's it creepy. It never made it to Antarctica. Uh, it was about 450 miles into its 770-mile journey when contact was lost. Um, wow. So they still haven't found it. Pretty crazy. Oh, man. I already see a movie in the works. Um, there's been a lot of stuff, too, about that area where it's just like planes go missing, stuff goes missing, stuff happens. Like they kind of say it's like the Bermuda Triangle in some ways. You know? Yeah. Like going that area those, below South America to all Antarctica. Those, those series of Malaysian planes in a couple of years back. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. was pretty wild. Yep. They did find some remains, didn't they, eventually, on a few, or did those all unsolved? I don't know. I don't know if they actually found remains. I thought they just, like, found the black box or something. Or, Somebody hmm. in the audience put it on the fa- our Facebook, um, put it on the website or something. What? Like an answer to that. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, Look do, it our, up. Go do on our Facebook. work for you. Yeah. <laughs> do our work for us, please. A uh, man whose deadly farts can kill mosquitoes hired oh. to create mosquito repellent. They caught me. I just want to smell them one time. So this guy, <laughs> this guy's from Uganda, and he says a like company what makes him so strong to kill mosquitoes. Oh man! He says that no one in his home village has ever contracted malaria because his gas can kill insects within a six-mile radius. Nice. That's full of shit. <laughs> nice. Awesome. How do I know that. <laughs> yeah. The two companies reportedly studying it. his gas were not identified, and his claims could not be verified. But it made headlines because he's saying that. His, it can happen. He's the only one in the village eating a certain type of grass or something. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Grass. So stupid. Um, okay, bizarre dating terms. Uh, they include flea bagging Ooh. and glamboozling. Have you hey, guys heard of these terms? No. What about caspering? Ca- they all do sound like horrible sexual uh, positions. Caspering, is that like ghosting? That's someone ghosting. who gives a warning before ghosting you. Caspering. Mm. Like the friendly ghost? Casper the friendly okay. ghost. Oh, yeah. Uh, flea bagging is a person who consistently picks the wrong men. So, mm. glam boozling Sounds... is getting a beauty treatment or wearing a new outfit on a first date only to be stood up. Oh, because you go, you get all glamoured, then you go booze it up. Uh. Or no, I think it's, I think it's like you got bamboozled. Oh, <laughs> like you know when you bamboozled. get bamboozled. Oh, okay. Like you yeah, got all right. dressed up to get bamboozled. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. You pull them on the, <laughs> I pull them on the first date. Your, but your idea is good, too. <laughs> yeah, like know? they were so depressed, they just started boozing it, like, afterwards. Pull them on the first date, because they're wearing a fly outfit, and then you get home the next day, and everything they got's like, full of holes and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she throws a bandana on. What about flash panning? That's when a person who oh, jumps, that movie. jumps ship as soon as things get tough in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Flash panning. Flash, flash panning. Huh? Yellow carding is when you're a partner... Warning your partner that if a behavior continues, things will be over. Oh, okay. Exoskeletoning uh, is yeah. being approached by a partner's ex over social media. Yeah, that's a little too long. To... <laughs> and finally, cosplaying when an ex messages you out of the blue looking for a favor. Ooh. Huh. Oh, man. These kids are... Got too much time. Check out this... 
sweater that was <laughs> I love that sweater. taken off of the fucking Walmart website. <laughs> David Crosby has a sweater. It is. It's David Crosby. Yes. <laughs> Walmart was selling this sweater. It was a. It, they, it's been dubbed as the cocaine sweater, and it's a picture of a Santa Claus guy oh, with man. bugged out eyes holding Walmart a straw. With three lines uh, of coke on the table, and it says "Let it snow." And a pile oh, that's of hilarious! And a pile of snowballs. But it wasn't at Walmart stores; it was only online. And oh, Walmart, yeah. if you go to Walmart.com, yeah, it's they, like they're like Amazon. Yeah, yeah. they got third-party sellers. That's hilarious. <laughs> the description is funny. On the, it said, "Quote: We all know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and is and the best snow comes straight from South America." <laughs> 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 uh, yes. It was on Walmart Canadian, walmart.ca, oh. like their web, Canadian website. Yeah, way to go, you <laughs> All right, check it out. Last story of the night. KFC is once <laughs> oh, again God. selling its fried chicken scented fire log. Oh, man. Bro. So you can fill the house Here's with the scent of your right 45th president. What was that yeah. shit from last week? Uh, <laughs> the Taco Bell wrapping paper. So you got your Taco yeah. Bell wrapping paper and you throw on a KFC, KFC fire, fire log. log. Oh, my God. <laughs> Trump would be in heaven, wouldn't he? It'd be that'd be bomb beta, right? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't know. About so well, that. They, I guess they teamed up with Walmart to sell them. So I don't know if you can get them at Walmart. I guess you can. Did we cover this last year? Yeah, it was last year they they debuted it, and it was the first time that they did it. And now they've teamed up supposedly with Walmart. Wow, <laughs> the log is designed to burn for about two to three hours. At the time of this writing, they were still available for purchase, but last year they sold out in three hours. So if you want one, got to get a move on it. I'm sure it's going to be a funny yeah, gag last week gift. Charles, we were talking about viral gift. Had some ground beef, scratch and sniff. Oh yeah, Taco Bell wrapping paper. That's what that guy. That's the <laughs> smell that that guy's farting. That's killing mosquitoes. <laughs> they need to make a wrapping hey, paper out of that. Beef. Hey, you know, uh, I, this reminds me. For the longest time, I thought I was gonna, de- you know, I should develop a cologne just for men that was fresh, warm baked chocolate chip cookies. Hey, that's good. I yeah, think people would yeah. buy that. Oh yeah. Definitely. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast as well as Facebook.com, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links up on nine different platforms at thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate our podcast in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Buenos noches. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of The Garage Rock Show. TGRS assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. This disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com.